ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard this episode of the Wealthy Sports Lounge. And I am excited. I just, I think I might have a cold or something. My voice is a little off right now, but thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, hopefully by the end of the show, I still have a voice. So uh, Tyler is joining us. And I just like to say when I introduce Tyler, you know, it's, you know, we're doing the show on Tuesday, uh, November 8th, election Tuesday. And uh, the, there's just like, you know, the sports, you know, the plot, the politics divide us, the sports bring us together. So uh, having said that, uh, who'd you vote for, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, so... <laughs> So he's like, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Dan Campbell. So I don't know why this is relevant to the show. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd vote for Dan Campbell. I probably would too. <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, hey, we appreciate it. you. Your, your, your throat is taking a beating for the show. So um. <laughs> that it is. That it is. <laughs> well, all right. We'll get right into it with the uh, picks against the spread this week. So Tyler. We'll start with you. So first off, I guess we'll we started our uh, our competition a little late this year. Um, so I have two weeks so far. Uh, I know we did a, a handful of it on and off earlier in the season, but it never made it in the spreadsheet. So oh, because I was getting getting a lead on you, and possibly, Justin's like, "Fuck know. that! I'm going to burn this thing and start it over." <laughs> okay, all right. Let's see how you do. Are. You know the results. I'm more than happy to add them in if you know what they are. I mean, it's not like uh, there's like a platform where all these shows are captured and we can go back and fucking listen to them. That is also true, (laughs) but I have to listen to them when I edit them, and that just takes a lot of time. So if any of our wonderful fans want to go through and listen to our archives and figure out what our games against the spread are, knock yourselves out. We'd love to have you. Um, So Tyler, uh, I have a one-game lead on Tyler right now, five five games... uh, Five game, oh, I can't talk right now. Five wins, four losses. Tyler with four wins, five losses. So <sighs> sounds like some mail in bo- ballot bullshit. It's <laughs> fishy as fuck. Right. Uh, sounds like somebody voted no on prop two. All right, moving on. So um, we've got our picks this week. Um, I've got four picks that I really like, and one that is kind of a what the hell are you thinking with that pick? But I'm rolling with it. So. I'm excited to hear which one that is. Okay. Mine are a lock, so you might as well just okay. get the mortgage on it. Well, the $1.5 billion that, dollars here. This is one that I disagree with you on because you gave me your picks already. I'm going I'm to lead right off with it. Uh, I am going to take the Vikings in an upset against the Bills this week. Not high on the Bills right now. <clears throat> and Vegas typically Is take- it the uh, Josh Allen elbow injury? Yeah. Is that what's concerning you? 100%. He threw some dead ducks against the uh, the the New York Jets last week. Just you know, I th- he threw three picks. I want to say one of them was in a tight coverage. It was an aggressive throw. It is what it is. It happens. Uh, and then two of them were just like, "Where the hell were you going with that ball?" Like it made no sense to me what was going on. And um, and and it just like he didn't look like he had the zip on the ball necessary. And the you know, he had a zone defender undercutting the route and it, it just didn't look right and come look, to find i know out, all about that go ahead yeah come to find out he's uh he's getting seen by a specialist to take a look at his ucl for those of you who don't know uh that's uh basically that's the the set of ligaments and nerves in your elbow that pitchers have tommy john surgery when that is ruptured or torn 
So, you know, I, I, I'm surprised, you know, talk about the Chiefs for a sec. I'm surprised Pat Mahomes isn't being seen for Tommy John surgery after throwing the ball 70 fucking times on, on mm-hmm. Sunday night uh, to get the job done. But yeah, I am concerned about Josh, Josh Allen. And if this, uh, uh, if he goes down and he has, has to sit a couple weeks, um, you know, this is not a 500 football team without him. So uh, give me the Vikings hey, hey, to hey. upset, but I'll take the five points. Put some respect on Case Keenum's name. See, I didn't even know he was their backup. Yeah, I didn't even know right? he was in the league. He's at least serviceable. Yeah. Well, we'll yes, see. That's a way. But to I, I will it. say, uh, you know, what we do need to talk about just really quick is the Jets' defense is arguably a top three defense. They're not I mean, bad. They're, they're, they're really, really good, good defense. Yeah. Sauce Gardner has mm-hmm. locked up every single one. You know, it's 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 amazing that uh, the defensive coordinator for the Jets will let a rookie just play man mm-hmm. on the other team's number one. It's amazing. You know, yeah. I look at Green Bay and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Um, but <laughs> Stefan Diggs blanketed him. He's blanketed Jamar Chase. He's locking everybody up and, and is running away with rookie of the year right now. So, um, you know, when you got a guy that can basically cover up a whole, uh, you know, the other team's best player, um, you know, it leaves you a lot of flexibility to do a lot of different things. So, um, if, if Zach Wilson can just not turn over the ball, yep, Jet, Jets are going to be in good shape. Yeah. That's the key. You know, big loss for them. Uh, their their running back, I believe, it was the week before, went down with the ACL, so he's down. He's done for the season. But, um, but yeah, man, it's there. The Got Jets are, back though. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jets are no joke this year. It's a very interesting uh, dynamic seeing that them being good at football for the first time in over a decade. So good for them. Um, <laughs> however, I am not picking them this week. Um, pretty sure they're on a buy, but, um, I did not see that. Good reason not to pick them. Yep. Very good. Um, I might lay the points with the buy to be honest with you in years <laughs> past. They're good this year, but, um, uh, Titans minus three. I really like this one. Um, I can't even remember who they're playing, but I, th- this one just jumped off the, off the page to me. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, playing the Broncos at home, like I'd lay seven at, with this game. Like they're they probably should have beaten the Chiefs. I I don't know what was going on, but they just they, they decided that they didn't want Derrick Henry just ran all over the Chiefs in the first half, and I, I'm not sure if they just decided you know what we're gonna try something different because we want to give this you know this running back from Liberty University a shot at quarterback. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that ran from early in the Completed, season. Completed uh, what five passes? <laughs> yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, let's uh, let's take the ball out of your six foot seven running back's hands that nobody wants to touch, and uh, let let's give it to Malik Willis to just run around like a chicken with his head cut off. <sighs> so give me the ti- <laughs> yeah, give me the Titans minus three. I take a minus seven. You think, you think, did Titans miss AJ Brown yet? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder who do, who did they get with that number one draft pick? Another wide receiver that's take? not doing anything right now. Was that in the first? I believe so. He, he was taking the second, wasn't he? It's going to drive me nuts. They took a tap. Oh, I don't know, man. I Move know. on. Who cares? Who, who cares? <laughs> uh, give me the Niners minus seven. That, to me, is a little bit nerve-wracking, taking that many points against the Chargers at home, albeit. Um, the 49ers are better than their record shows, and they're they're going to have a a statement game against the Chargers this yeah. week. It's I'm Traylon Burks. It. That's who it was. Yeah. See, I don't even Sorry. know. He's not on any of your fantasy rosters. So no, no. 
Um, now, here's another one. I got, I got a lot of big favorites this week. Um, Eagles minus 11 against the Commanders at home on Monday Night Football. You're going to take that? Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm taking it, man. I, <laughs> um, they're, they're rolling right now, and they're, in, in my opinion, the best team in football, top to bottom. And... Yeah, I'll, I'll lay 11 against the Commanders, see what happens on Bradbury Monday Night and Slay are playing out of their mind. They've got, like, both of them are allowing under a 40-pass rating mm-hmm. in man coverage this year. They're just, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, love to see it. All right, and then uh, give me the Dolphins minus 3.5. That was my kind of my no-brainer of the week. So mm-hmm. um, my picks, Vikings plus 5, Titans minus 3, Niners minus 7, Eagles minus 11. Dolphins minus three and a half. A lot of favorites this week for me. I like them. All right. I'm going to take, uh, you know, Seattle to keep things rolling here. 930 a.m. London game here against Tampa Brady and the Bucks, um, who got gifted a win with some uh, shady roughing here at the uh, this past week against the Rams. Rams aren't a good football team to begin with, but um, let's face it. That last drive was was a little fishy, but uh, Seattle is rolling. It's on a neutral field. Uh, I believe in Geno Smith, <laughs> and uh, you know that defense is is criminally underrated so far this year. So, uh, Tampa Bay, they don't do anything good right now. Uh, Their run defense sucks. Kenneth Walker is an absolute manimal, um, and uh, you know the in- interior of their offensive line can't block for shit. So. Um, look for the Seahawks to uh, put it on them. It, it, it's really surprising with uh, the, the Seahawks with the record they're at in, the, in Tampa Bay uh, under 500 that they're actually favored in this game. But um, give some respect to the Seahawks here. So yeah, uh, Detroit Lions going to get it, make it two in a row this week. Um, man, I, you know, I tell you, Justin Fields. Is uh, is a stud, and I think we've been talking about that for a while. And they finally put an offense around to uh, really run run a style of offense that fits his his athleticism and, and the skill set that he brings. But um, I expect the the Lions to put up a bunch of points on a uh, you know a so so defense. You know, again, minus their two best pass rushers that were traded away. Um, so I think. Uh, you know how how Detroit feels when they beat the Packers. It's like winning the Super Bowl for them. They're going to ride that high into next week, and uh, they're going to make it two straight. Uh, let me see. What did I pick? Picked my – oh, no, no, no. There we go. Picked Buffalo. We're going to going the opposite way here. Um, yeah, is the elbow, elbow injury concerning? Absolutely. Um, do I also think Buffalo is a much better team? Uh, Minnesota hasn't beaten anybody. They beat the um, commanders you know, we on the road. What are you yeah, talking about? I, <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right, man. <laughs> you know, the, the best team that they've beaten this year was the Teddy Bridgewater led Dolphins team. So mm. uh, you know, that record's a little misleading. So you're saying now, they're if they, frauds. If they go in and they beat the shit out of the Bills, then you know, we'll we'll talk. But uh, again, the Packers are an absolute mess. Um they've got nobody else in the division that's any good. And of course, uh, you know, like I said, if if Tua plays that game, they they certainly do not win that game. And they're winning, you know, they're winning what's in front of them. But a lot of them are close one possession games. Um, that is bound to uh, 
catch up with them. There was a certain team that uh, had had all the right breaks a few years back. It was a 13, 13 and three Packers team with Matt Lafleur in their, his first year, um, arguably the worst thirteen and three team in NFL history. They were they're a mess, and the the Forty ers sure put it on them in the NFC Championship. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm seeing uh, from this team. Um, speaking of the Dolphins, they're going to go in. They're going to take care of business playing in Miami against the uh, Cleveland Browns. And, uh, you know, they're going to continue to do what they do. And Tua is going to keep marching forward for his MVP uh, this year. He's leading in basically every major statistical category, uh, passer rating, uh, completion percentage, uh, completion completion percentage of 20-plus yards. Um, And it's amazing that he's continuing that success when he constantly is underthrowing his receivers. But uh, it just goes to show how good uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have been this year. So, uh, really high on the on the Dolphins. Uh, where am I? At? Is that four? Is that four? That, that sounds like four. That is four. And so my fifth one, uh, the Dallas Cowboys How are going to Cowboys? Uh, going to fuck the Green Bay Packers up at Lambeau Field. Mike McCarthy makes his return. I'm supposed to be at this game, but God damn it! After this, witnessing this. Shit show live in Detroit last week. I uh, I am certainly glad that I'm going to be saving a gob of money mm-hmm. going to games for the rest of the year, and I can't play or pay for playoff tickets if you don't make it. So right, thinking in 4D right here. Also true. Um, but Micah Parsons is going to a uh, just eat that offensive line alive. And bottom line, you lost Romeo Dobbs, you lost Eric Stokes for the season, you lost Rashawn Gary for the season. Um, Aaron Jones is in a walking boot. Uh, Sammy Watkins is a corpse out there. Um, it's not, not good. really. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Do uh, you think they'll finish last? Looking in the awfully grim. Uh, it's certainly possible. Mm-hmm. The way things are going, um, you know, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers. It's the same thing. It's Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers saying the same thing week after week, and you're a Hall of Famer. You you, you played the. <laughs> a historically bad defense, and you manage nine points. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, that's that's about as low as you can possibly get. Um, and I don't see <laughs> this being the get right game. This this last week should have been your get your get right game to to build some momentum. You know, building off of some of those moral victories against Buffalo, and uh, you completely shit the bed. So uh, we're off that bandwagon for the rest of the year. Yeah. Of course, I'm rooting for the Packers. I always will, but. Um, uh, this season is is lost, and there will be no relax, run the table uh, scenario playing out here. So yeah, you um, were you were at the Lions game on Sunday. What was your um, what was your takeaway like being there in person? Like, what did you notice? Oh, I, I mean, I I was blitzed. I had been tailgating <laughs> since seven o'clock in the morning. So, um, you know, we we talked about it on the show. I said, you know, we we said don't be surprised if. This is uh, an upset game, uh, and the Lions win. Um, there was no signs of life out of the Packers, and that's pretty much what we saw from the game. Um, you know what is funny? Uh, you had a few Lions fans that were with us behind us. You know when they went for that fourth down in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, and you think, "Oh, it's Aaron Rodgers again." Like yeah. I just kind of laughed. Here I'm like, <laughs> "This isn't going to end well." Um, because you look again the rest of the game. Nobody's on the same page. He missed. Multiples receivers. Aaron Jones was was out for the rest of the game. Aaron Jones, or uh, sorry, AJ Dillon, um, looks like a plotting fucking mess out there. Um, 
can't get anything going. And, and you know, we, we can dog these terrible passes in the red zone there, one that dinged off a helmet and the other one was just a bad throw. But when A.J. Dillon is, it just looks lost out there, seems to not be able to read a goddamn block. Um, you know, probably not the worst decision in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> because you can't rely on him. It Had Aaron Jones not gone down early, I still think – there's probably a good chance they they win this game, but um, you know he missed the entire game, and uh, again, no no urgency seemingly from from anybody, unfortunately. So it was fun, you know, and and I I guess that's the the one thing I'll, nice I'll say about the the Lions fan. This was certainly the least amount of shit that they they've talked in a really long time. Uh-huh. They were all just kind of happy to escape with the win, and yeah. um. You know we're we're relatively complimentary, so it was a it was a good time regardless. But um, you know, I'm just I'm I'm happy for my bank account's sake that I won't be going to any more games this year. So yeah, that's probably that's probably pretty appropriate. So yeah, uh, you know, I, we got Christmas coming up. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> kids are getting Christmas presents this year. Dad's not buying any more tickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I noticed is that there were so many times where the Lions. It was just like, oh, there's another Lions moment. Like mm-hmm. the fourth, they need to stop going for it on fourth down. They're not, they're not good at it. I, I don't understand. Like they're, they're better off like faking a punt from the 14 yeah. yard line, um, instead of going for it in the red zone. Like I just don't. Right. I, I think they should stop doing that. I love the aggressiveness, but I, the 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 lack of execution over and over and over. Is that, okay, may, guys, maybe you should take the points and move on with your right. lives. Like, you know, there's several times where they could have, you know, gone up two scores, iced the game, you know, and, you know, with the way that they were keeping the Packers out of the red, like, you know, the Packers moved the ball. I mean, they had over 400 yards of offense, but mm-hmm. they, the the worst red zone offense in the league by my mm-hmm. metrics. I don't know what the actual numbers say, but they just don't look good in the red zone. No creativity, no motions, no talent, no ability, no desire. It's just bad. It just doesn't look good. Oh, yeah. Christian Watson got hurt again, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, great pick there. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Durability. But, um, yeah. So, but there's so many times that, there could have been lions moments, the fumble out of bounds twice that could have been recovered like inches away. Um, the one in the, in the red zone, the second one, I thought the ref just looked lost. It, Mm -hmm. he was so confused by what to call. didn't really make a call. And it took us 30 seconds on the broadcast to figure out, did he rule it that the runner was touched the ball out of bounds or did he rule that? Cause he dropped his little beanie bag, but, Mm -hmm did not signal either way and everybody talked and then it didn't even go to review and all of a sudden they're snapping the ball. Like that one could have gone either way. And typically it's those things that break the lions and then they lose. And then you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, you're, you right. know, you were the better team for 3.9 quarters and you can't come away with a, a, a victory. So yeah, um, it was but, such a poorly it was, just it was an ugly game, game in general. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you, you look at that fumble, you look at, um, what was the other big one? It was a, a roughing the passer. Yeah, um, that was where, where golf is going down, and oh, it, it, the top, the top of his helmet got padded and roughing the. Pa- I'm like, are you shitting me right yeah, now? Like, it's bad. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, it's just it, it, some of these calls are just nonsense, and and that's that's been rampant 
with most teams this year. And I think Packers, Lions in particular, always seems to have one or two bad calls. Yep. Um, you know, and, and in most cases, Rogers it does go against. People remember yeah, the it, Hail Mary play, but, you, you know, it goes, goes against treatment. The play the before that, mm-hmm. he, there was a, uh, a phony face mask call on him yep. the previous play that set him up for that untimed down where he threw the Hail Mary. So. Um, before we wrap this up and I am, we are going to wrap this up in just a minute because I have another podcast tomorrow and I'm, I can tell that my voice is like slowly going away. So I'm trying to save it. Um, if you had to pick right now, who do you like for the Super Bowl? Um, well, hold on. First off, let's Bears do this. Raiders. Bef- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematically possible, I guess. Um, so let's pick the the final four. So you're two out of the NFC and you're two out of the AFC. Who do you like? Mercutus Eisen. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Look. I don't think anybody ever predicted how bad that Devontae Adams would fuck up two teams. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, you're not wrong. Real quick statistic. You know, I like my my weird stats yep. of the week. Stat of the day. 17, 17 plus point blown leads by the Raiders in franchise history from 1960 to 2021 happened five times. It's happened three times already this year. It's bizarre. Goddamn genius down there, and uh, you can't put that on a wide receiver though. But it is a weird no, coincidence no. that it is weird. <laughs> he's he's showed up, and the Raiders are wor- significantly worse than they were last year, and the yeah. Packers are unbelievably worse than they were last year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, there's few teams in the AFC. I, I think there's there's three that are head and shoulders above everybody. I think that's um, pretty pretty easily, and again, health permitting, it's going to be Buffalo and. Kansas City, um, those are pro- the likely two, and goddamn, and I can watch those two play amazing um, games every single year for the next decade. I, I would be happy with it. Um, they're phenomenal. I think the uh, dark horse is probably the Ravens. Um, they've lost a lot of weird, bizarre games so far this year, mm-hmm. but they are actually starting to get healthy, and they've got a cupcake uh, which is good schedule for them. the rest of the year. They do. Um, so Dobbins will be back. Justin Houston is, oh, man, that was awesome to watch. He actually was considering retiring this past year, um, had two and a half sacks and interception last night. That's amazing. Um, he's turning the b- clock back. I think he's had three or four games with double uh, with two or more sacks. Uh, so that's cool to watch. Uh, you got David Ajobo is coming back. Kyle Ham- Hamilton, uh, the safety who got cooked repeatedly in the preseason, um, is actually grading out like uh, – third best safety in the NFL right now um, in coverage. So uh, they, they've got some really good pieces. Mark Andrews is going to get healthy again, too. So um, I, I, I like the Ravens um, getting right and getting healthy. And, um, you know, if Josh Allen does go down for any length of time, uh, they, they could definitely be a dangerous team against Kansas City. But I think those are going to be your, your top three teams. So okay. Give Real, me a uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. If Guess how many winning team like teams with a winning record plus five hundred teams right now? Hmm. The 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 Ravens have for the rest of the year. We'll say two. The answer to that question is one. Oh, and it is the Bengals in Week Eighteen. 
Yeah, who the are five, the five and week. four Cincinnati Bengals is the only team with a winning record left on their schedule. Mm-hmm. They've they are they've they've got Panthers at home this week, at Jags, Broncos at home, at Steelers, at Browns, Falcons at home, Steelers at home, at Bengals. They're, they're going to win. Schedule. They're going to win six of the next eight games and win the division and probably be, uh, you know, maybe they probably won't win the AFC, but they'll be a two or a three seed. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're uh, they they seem to be getting into form here, um, and I'm I'm pretty excited for for them being my second favorite team. Well, at least I, get, I got Jackson's a team to watch. About to get paid. By Probably somebody. won't be by the Ravens. No, it'll be the Lions. <laughs> um, the Lions are going to pay him like sixty million a year, guaranteed. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane that um, some of these flex schedules they're already flexing teams out of out of uh, Sunday night and Monday night primetime games. Good, which is weird. I know um, it's weird, but I, I'm very much okay with it. They just moved the Chiefs into another slot, which is. Surprising. Speaking of the Bengals, because they've got a um, um, Bengals Chiefs. I think they play Week 14 or 15. Okay, um, which will likely be a deciding game for both respective divisions. So that one is now not eligible any longer for Sunday night because the Chiefs have met their maximum primetime games. So oh, seriously? Weird scheduling decision. But but why would they? Sch- know, why would they? Did they flex a game already? Mm-hmm. Which, they've already started. Uh, I don't remember. I just I heard about it today, and I I did not take the note to it, but it was a note that came up here. To, Interesting. Here to okay, here. yeah, because I'm looking at the Chiefs schedule right now. So they're uh, Chargers uh, next Sunday. They're at the Chargers, and that's a Sunday night game. Um, and then they're at the Broncos in looks like week 15, and that's an 8:20 game. Yeah, it's still a good game. Chiefs and Chargers got flexed. Yeah, that's Chiefs why. Chargers got flexed. The it's Bengals game, game, they I dropped that it. down to a 425 start. Yeah. So. Yeah, personally, I'd rather watch. I mean, I, again, it's a division game. They'll both. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting game regardless, but I think uh, that one's probably going to have a little bit more Who wins uh, the AFC? important implications. Who's the number one seed? Uh, again, health permitting. I, I still think it's. I still think the Bills are the best and most complete mm-hmm. team. They own the tiebreaker um, there yeah. with the Chiefs. But. You know, obviously nobody's going to be surprised if the if the Chiefs overtake them. So, yeah. um, you know, again, it's quarterback driven league, and those are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. So. Hey, we've got a, um, a Chiefs Rams rematch. <gasps> what? I can't forget about the Ravens. Or I'm sorry, fuck the Ravens, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. My, my my surprise pick early early in the season. Yes, um, you were all that over could the be Dolphins. A, could be a dangerous team here in the playoffs. But, again, I'm going to stick with the uh, the two. It's going to be the Chiefs and Bills. All right. I like it. And then NFC. Um, I, I guess I, I just talked your ear off for the for the AFC, so why don't you handle the NFC if your voice can handle it? Uh, give me the Eagles. I think that's everybody's obvious pick. And it, it'll be tough. I would like to say the Cowboys, but they're probably going to face off in the second round, so I don't think that both of them would be able to – Make it just kind of depending on where things fall. Um, I, there's not really a ton of teams that I love in the NFC right now. That's there's definitely a difference in the 
the quality of football being played in the two divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFC East, by far the best conference, top to bottom. Um, the NFC South is a dumpster fire. Um, the Vikings, I, I think, are are hitting their stride. And hopefully primetime Kirk doesn't show up and show its ugly head. Mm-hmm. But loved seeing the video of him vibing with his teammates on the on the plane you know, Kirk Cousins, probably the whitest dude um, <laughs> on the face of the planet. Um, w- w- shades on a cigar and, and like 40 ch- of his teammates chains just draped around his neck and he's singing a rap song and everybody's hyping him up. So good team chemistry mm-hmm. there. Um, that's something that I love to see. And I mean, granted, they're partying on a plane after barely squeaking away with the win against the Washington commies. So but yeah. hey, wins a win. You got to beat the teams on your schedule, and on to Cincinnati. So yeah, give me the Vikings and the uh, in the the Vikings and the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Uh, you know what? Hold on, scratch that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna throw a wild card out here. I'm gonna take the 49ers and the Vikings. There you go. Yeah, I was waiting for it. That I'm looking at it right now, and I'm thinking. I think head to head, they smacked the shit out of the Vikings, the, but. Yeah, yeah. I'd we'll say see what happens. I think 49ers um, could be favorites to come out of the NFC for the Super Bowl. Um, but the, the Eagles have just been so solid that it's hard to bet against them. But yeah, well, <laughs> keep in mind. And then this is one of those, you know, it's tough because they again, they can only beat the teams that are in front of them. Right. <laughs> best best quarterback they've beaten in this run really since like week 11 of last year is primed uh Kirk Cousins in primetime, and we yeah. all know how Kirk Cousins plays in primetime. So mm-hmm. uh, it has been a, well, let's say it's, it's it has not been a murderer's row of of quarterback competition that they've been playing. But again, they've been beating what's put in front of them, and that's mm-hmm. that's the best you can ask for. And their turn, turnover to differential, they're like at a, I think this last game took a little dip, but, but going into last week, they were uh, plus 15. The next closest team in the NFL was plus six. So wow. um, it's huge difference, and obviously – you know, if you're not giving the ball away, um, you know, you're going to win a lot of games. So yeah. um, kudos to them. And I think, uh, yeah, hell of a team. Yeah. You uh, interested at all in uh, what the uh, politics is looking like right now? No. No. All right. <laughs> not on this show. No. Um, maybe afterwards. But, yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. Um I, I will be interested in see see the politics with this uh, yeah uh, with the commanders that politics I'm excited for the 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 politics surrounding Jeff Saturday and yes his, we his have coaching to, selection we will get into that a lot more next week um, mm-hmm. with the lack so of- there, there's some politics I'll be watching for yes. the show specifically but yes definitely um, the other politics we could talk about all right air. Tyler's afraid <laughs> of sharing his opinion that's okay. But tune in next week hey, and we th- will... This is an all-inclusive <laughs> show, so we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can't thank you enough for tuning into this brief um, but outstanding episode of this week's Out of the Rut podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Have a great night. <laughs>